Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 151 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Today I'm joined by Ken Clark for the second episode in a row. Going back to back like Dre. Okay, I see you, man. I see you, Ken. Hey, what's going on, Corey, man? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Happy to be back home. Um, I appreciate you for the invite. Oh, no doubt, man. I had to do it. And making his long-awaited, highly anticipated debut on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. He is a JSU football insider, recruiting expert, and, of course, the 1400 Club member. We're talking about Zoe. What up, Zoe? What's up, man? Glad to finally be on. Happy to be here. Finally, man, we talked about it and talked about it, so we had to make it happen, especially this week because y'all know what time it is. Uh, those yeah, Southern Jaguars are coming to town, and this might be a dangerous episode. I don't know how this is going to go, but we're going to try it because we are inviting the enemy onto the show with us, two enemies, as a matter of fact, from the enemy. Uh, first, we have the swack inside himself, Mr. B.J. Jones. Welcome in. Oh, man, what's going on, fellas? Uh, appreciate you guys inviting me and having me on. Oh, no doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. And also we have Mr. Swack Sports Central, Ruben Hogan. What up, Rube? Man, what's going on, Tiger Club, man? I appreciate uh, you guys having the having the jag. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, it's a one-time thing. Please don't get used to it. This will be the only, the one, 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 one time only. <laughs> the first and last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Phyllis, Phyllis is here, man. Boombox Classic, uh, Jacktown. It's five months later than normal, but better late than never. And, you know, obviously we have COVID-19 going on and nothing positive uh, really coming from this pandemic. But uh, with these capacity restrictions, one thing that I, I do hope to see, I hope that that means that you Jaguars will stay at home. We won't have to worry about you being all over the city trying to take over those ugly SU car flags all over the interstate, the RVs packing the stadium. So uh, can we can we look forward to that? Not seeing a lot of you guys. 
Yeah, we on, come, you know us better than that. You know us better than that. <laughs> we are coming. We gassing up right now as we speak. We are gassing up. <laughs> so oh, not even Lord. the pandemic can keep y'all at home. What's COVID? We on our own. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you two, VJ uh, and Rube, I know y'all will be making the trip. But, uh, you know, when you guys come to Jackson in the fall and take that L, you, you usually at least have the Mississippi State Fair to go to to kind of cheer you up. But, you know, this time with it being in the spring, y'all won't have that. So, Kenzo, man, what are they going to do after this loss? Just, just take that long, miserable ride back to Baton Rouge? What, what, what do you think? We're going to tell them to go home. <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to taking nails from Jackson State, man. It's been about a good seven, eight, nine years, man. Oh, so, man. I, mm-hmm. I, I well, they about, to, they, about to, they about to get a new newness with L's right now. This is the arrival of the old Jackson State back now. This is the 80s all over again. Yeah. I'll say this, man. You know, we, we the past ain't going to be able to save y'all on Saturday, man. You know, all that seven years ago, we, we know. We know what time. I call the last seven years a skinny calf. We about to have a fat calf now, so it's gonna be a different ball game on Saturday. Y'all gonna go back home, and we gonna, you know, we gonna have bragging rights for the whole twenty twenty one, not just for the not just for the spring. And Rube asked what COVID was. COVID is the reset button. All that past is over with. Everything been mm-hmm. clean. It's a new JSU now. We coming through ah. seriously coming this Saturday. So, in other words, we reset, and so we can start another seven years. Man, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say reset another seven years, man. I would say, honestly, man, I don't even remember no more. It all went by in a blur. And I think, uh, you know, come Saturday, man, it's going to be a uh, – it's going to be a uh, it's gonna be a fun outcome for the JSU Tigers, man. I think everybody in the, in, in the vet gonna be gonna be loud, rowdy, and talking a whole lot of smack, man. And y'all ain't got the boom, y'all ain't got the jukebox, man, to to to, to drown out some of the cries and, and, and noise, man. So, well, first and foremost, it's on ESPN, which you know I like to say it's gonna be right. beautiful beating Southern in front of hopefully millions of viewers. I don't think anything could be better than that. But just without the without you guys having the band, you know, what do y'all think the atmosphere is gonna be like? Nothing. The atmosphere is the you know it's the same. Um, you know, it, it'll be a little different. Uh, only having one band now, but you know, the robbery, the intensity, you know, itself, man, this it, it doesn't change. You can play this right. phone booth; it's gonna be the same level um, of intensity. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. I'm siding with BJ here, man. I don't I don't think. It matters if the band there or not. At the end of the day, it's Southern and Jackson State, and uh, we hate Jake State, so we we coming. Well, yeah, the tension is going to be there. I mean, just the sight of sissy blue and yellow trying to touch your nerves a little bit. But just know that ever since '89, when they snapped that streak, that's when the vitriol actually got into the into the game because it wasn't a, a big robbery until then. But we happened to follow that year up with a 42 to nothing halftime lead to like beat them, I think 52 to 14. And it's been on ever since. And even though they got that seven game winning streak, ever since it really became a national rivalry, we've owned that rivalry. Nobody's beaten Southern and Baton Rouge more than us. And nobody's beaten Southern more than us in their time frame. 
So yeah, we gonna we back to we back. The red block is back. The old issue is back. It's on. Man, I don't mean Man. to go Sunshine Anderson, but I've heard it all before. You heard that red block is back. You heard that red block is back because it just got back this year. But you're gonna see it's good. It's good to see the red block back. I will say this: Jackson State ain't Jackson State without without the red block. I don't know whose idea it was to take that away from the uniform. I don't know who made that decision, but as a kid growing up, seeing Jackson State that red block, that's that's Jackson. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. I I agree with BJ there too, man. It's it's nothing like beating Jackson State with that red block, man. It's just something special about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what, man. I, on a more serious note, it is. You're right, BJ, man. It's uh, I mean, we have been it's long anticipated. I mean, that's the JSU we all grew up and and uh, grew to love too, man. But like you said, man, one thing about that. That Gordon Red JSU block, man, is uh, you know we we're planning on you know the seven last seven years is what they they are what they are you know we 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 uh we own it you know what I mean we go back to 2013 SWAC championship game where we felt like things kind of took a turn for us but man it's a it's a new day man at, at 1400 JR Lynch and I I feel like this is one of the first weekends I've gone in go, playing against Southern where I've actually felt like we was going. We had a really good chance of winning, so I think it's going to be a really good game, and I expect Jackson State to to beat Southern on uh, Saturday. That's the expectation. Now, BJ, I know uh, you know. Of course, you're the swag inside. You're the swag insider. So, just objectively speaking, if you can, just just tell me what you see in this Jackson State team. What are some things that would, uh, uh, you know, if you're Southern, some things you'd be kind of looking out for. Well, the biggest thing that I noticed about this Jackson State team, and I've made reference to it um, pretty much the whole season, is they don't quit. Um, there have been times in the past where Jackson State gets down, and you can, you know, you you, you can you can write home on that one. It's it's, it's done. This football team doesn't quit. I like Jalen Jones. Uh, people look at his passing efficiency and in in some other things, but what he's able to do, he's a gamer. He didn't have his best game at Alabama State, but it, it was his legs and his decision-making that kept Jackson State in their ball game late. Um, so I like Jalen Jones. I like the running backs. Um, you know, I like uh, Tyson Alexander. Um, I think Warren Newman and, and that group, uh, Dalen Baldwin, that group of receivers, I think they're special. Um, and defensively, I like watching their linebackers play the game of football. Uh, I like both watching both of them. Uh, so you know, there's some things that I like about you know this Jackson State football team. Well, let me add to that. The one thing about Southern, and I've actually had this conversation with Ken, is we all know 32 is a gamer. I mean, even right. if you don't know football, he 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 jumps out at you no matter what you see when you watch the game. The X factor, and I'll say. Southern and Jack State actually kind of mirror each other in a, in a certain way because um, now I'm not as familiar with Southern as I am Jackson State, so I'm not as familiar with Southern receivers, and you guys probably could elaborate on that more than I could. But I'll say this. Both teams will go as far as the quarterbacks take them. And so the only thing as a GSU fan that I'll say that I'm more comfortable with is 
I feel that as a passer, Jalen is just a smidgen better than Skelton. But I also say that Skelton is a more dangerous runner with his legs than Jalen is. Jalen is faster than Skelton, but Skelton has a lot more elusiveness than uh, Jalen does. But with both teams, they will go where the quarterbacks take them. So in other words, if Skelton has a great game, specifically if he has a great passing game, that favors Southern, obviously, because he doesn't have a great completion percentage. So if he's completing the ball, that makes them even more dangerous. Same thing with Jackson State. We have great receivers, but, again, we'll only go so far as Jalen takes us. If we get a good Jalen, we'll obviously get that win for sure. But if we have a bad to shaky Jalen, we're in trouble. I mean, that's just the way I see it. I'll add to that. Let me let me add something real quick to that because I was thinking just kind of from a football th- uh, uh, thought process, um, Southern usually – they don't usually give us what we – expect from them. So my thinking about this is that if Southern decides to go with two quarterbacks, what's it, is it Lampley and as well as uh, yeah, Skelton? I think this is Lampley. Yeah, Lampley. Lampley. Yeah. So Lampley, Lampley is obviously a much better – Lampley. So he's obviously a much better passer than Skelton. But like, like Zoe just mentioned, you know, Skelton is dangerous with his feet. But I actually feel like in this game, we're going to have to – in order to, to win this game, I think we're actually going to have to control Lampley from actually rushing. And I also think we're going to have to stop Skelton from passing because everybody knows Skelton can run. I think if you, if you go back to that game uh, last year where we played, Skelton was able to complete some passes that kind of hurt us late in the game, which everybody we, – we shut the run down for the most part. He broke one. But uh, I think when it comes to this game, I think you got to look out for that two-quarterback that two-headed monster at quarterback, one that's a much better passer that can also run, one that can definitely run, but he can also pass. So like Zoe just said, you know, the game is going to be controlled by what, what, what happens at the quarterback position on both sides. But I think it's going to be a dynamic game with Jackson State winning. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, man, no, I, I totally agree. But, you know, it's a few things, you know, with Skelton. Um, Skelton is a gamer. He's a kid that um, – he plays up to his competition. You can go back to the Bayou Classic. He plays his best right. games in, in big games. And I think Saturday, um, you know, you should, you should, you're probably going to see the best skeleton just because of the atmosphere. It's on ESPN, kind of similar to the Bayou Classic. The atmosphere is on NBC. So he's just that type of guy. But one thing um, where I think this game is going to be won at is on the offensive line and the defensive line. I think – Mm-hmm. Um, it's critical for both teams, Jackson State and Southern, because like you say, they both kind of mirror each other. The difference, though, with the style of play that both of these teams play, offensive line and defensive line have to be it's, – it's critical. Um, and that's kind of where I kind of – and I'm not being a homer here, but that's kind of where I lean Southern in this game because I think we have a better offensive line and a better front seven in the defense, um, which, you know – I think it's going to be a tight game, but I do think with our pass rush and our offensive line, I, I think that might be the difference in this game. Uh, obviously, we have to limit the turnovers, and special teams are going to play a major part. But um, I do think it's going to start with that O-line, that D-line with Southern and Jackson State with the style of play. Uh, I'm one more rule, and I think one of the things Southern will rule you into is people focus on 32 in the pass rush, and they'll leave themselves completely open to Danvin Cotton and Jalen Ivey um, and the rest of those guys. 
Um, and one of the things that you've seen from Southern that you haven't seen in the, in the past is a lot more blitzing. And we saw that down in Montgomery, that offensive line had trouble picking up blitz, uh, blitz packages all day. Uh, so I would not be shocked uh, to see a little, little bit of that, of that sprinkled in. Well, the only the only caveat to the O-line having problems in Alabama, which they did, but we actually had about three guys out for that game, plus a hobble, Jalen. And with us not playing Prairie View, getting those three guys back plus a healthy Jalen, I think that's going to be one of the key changes of the game. But I do agree with Rube as well, which I didn't mention that, is, yeah, we all know it all, every game comes down to the trenches, and there is no denying that. And and like I said, it's to me it's logical to think, you know, um, we'll have issues because, I mean, hell, we got that on film. So that's obvious to say, but I just want to add that's one caveat because, yeah, we did look horrible on the O-line, but it's because we did have three guys out for the Alabama State game. We didn't even have to, just so you know, we didn't even have a center that whole game during the Alabama State game. And you add that to also a hobble Jalen, then, you know, to me, that's what caused the actual L. But that's why they're under the bridge. But those three guys come back. And, again, we still got to see them perform. So, you know, that's the thing. That's going to be X factor. And also, to touch on something else Ruben said, I think the biggest X factor in this game is because it's on ESPN. When's the last time a SWAT game has been on regular ESPN as it is? Both teams are going to really be up outside of the rivalry. Um, like Prime even noted, he come, he knows now there's legit talent in this conference. And the guys are going to get up because they know the eyes of the nation are going to be on them for this game. So that's, the, that's, a, that's another added caveat for this game. It's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I think Jack State is going to win. I actually uh, – I'm predicting a score of uh, 28-24, but it's going to be close. It's not going to be a route on either. It's not going to be a route on either end. Even if Southern were to prevail, it won't be a route on either end. Can we can we get predictions from Rube and Ken? Right, we we got the predictions from DJ and Zo. We didn't get a score yeah, from DJ, yeah, but you predicted the win. Yeah, I'm a. Um, and I and I, I want to see if we can beat. Let, let, let me let me interject. I want to see if we who's going to be honest and predict the other school. <laughs> If you really oh, think so. Well. <laughs> well, that ain't happening on my end. But I will say this. I think um I think I think um you know, this game, like I said, is gonna come down to the line of scrimmage. Um and I, I really believe in what coach Dawson Odoms have done. He's stressed hard. If you go back and you look at some of the last five recruiting classes, you know, he recruit more O linemen and D linemen than anything. And he does it for a reason. Um and I think that's going to play a major part with our depth. Um, not, it's, 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 you know, it's not too many teams, I would say, in this conference, outside, I would say, Alcorn, to have as much depth as we have in, in the trenches. And with that being said, I think we'll be able to have our way in the run game as well. Um, so I actually have us 31-17. I, I, I vehemently disagree when you say have your way um, in the running game. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be objective, uh, you know, with what I think to have cleaned up by the time we play Saturday is the running. No, you know, you can outside of the two big runs that Ezra Gray broke broke off from us in the fourth quarter against Alabama State. I mean, we were pretty much there was no running. You know, the the, the we pretty much shut down the rush for the most part. Now, one thing I do want to note is that what gives me confidence is because over the past seven years, 
the biggest thing that I felt like we lacked more than anything was speed. Every time I watched Southern and Gramlin play, I was like, man, we just, we just don't have the speed. This is the first time we actually have a team that I feel like from a speed standpoint and a depth, man-to-man, matchup standpoint, we finally are at a point where we put a roster on the field that has the speed to compete with a Southern. So for me, to piggyback off what Zoe just mentioned, there was some depth issues with the O-line, but I don't think the running game is going to be where it's going to be at. I think, I think it's going to come down to who can complete passes. I think it's going to come down – the X factor is going to be the arm of both quarterbacks. And I feel like the quarterback that has a better game from a passing standpoint, that's going to be the team that's going to um, be victorious. So I'm going to decide with the quarterback who is the best quarterback in the conference prior to coming to Alabama State Hobble, 11 touchdowns, zero turnovers, eight, eight pass and three rushing. I'm going to side with Jalen. Give Jalen the two weeks uh, um, of rest. He comes back into this game, I think, ready to rock and roll. And he had one of his better games against Southern last year. So my predictions for this game, I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game, actually. I'm going to say 38-35 Jackson State. I'm saying I, I think both teams are going to score in the 30s in this game. And I think it's going to come down to a last second. I'm going to say Jackson State win by a field goal since special teams have got a big Achilles heel. Ken, I hope we don't have to kick a field goal to, to win it at the end. If we got 35-35 and we kicking it for the game on the line, I got my confidence in number 35. We're going to win it in the vet. 38-35, Jack and State on Saturday. There you have it. It's, it's, it's on record. It's on record. But, you know, definitely uh, looking forward to this one. Uh, exciting atmosphere, I'm sure. Uh, and I hope, I hope we get a good game more than anything, obviously, for ESPN. A lot of eyes. We hope that everyone tunes in. This is huge for the SWAC, huge for HBCU. So, uh, BJ, uh, Rube as well, can you just talk about how huge this is, just the platform that we have and the stage that we have coming up this weekend? Man, I've always told people that the biggest secret in black college football is the Southern and Jackson State game. Um, hmm. People don't understand that the intensity, and what that game means. And coming from a guy that played and was fortunate enough to play in this ball game, I will sit here and I will tell you that the intensity on the field matches everything that you see on the outside. You know, our rivalry with Grambling was a little bit different. Our rivalry with Alcorn is a little bit different. But this one right here, there's nothing that gets you charged up like this one. And I'm glad that it's on ESPN. So now people are able to see it. That's what separates this rivalry from the Bayou Classic and the other ones is that usually this one isn't on television. Now I think that people are, are going to be able to see it, uh, and, and I think that that's going to transfer and translate across TV screens, even though the jukebox isn't there. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with BJ, man. It's, it's, this is a game where I think uh, both institutions circle. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, the SWAC didn't schedule – these two teams, we actually went in, and our our administration right. knew the importance of this game and, and made it happen. So um, it's something that both fan bases get fired up for. I think it's something that both schools make good money off of. And and um, and look, you know, we hate each other, and that's and that's all good, man. You, you need that. So um, I think I think Jackson State is a is a school that's not like Grambling or not like Alcorn Tours. We, you know. The Grambling robbery is like a family robbery. We can get up and 
and play each other on Saturday, and, and for you know that's one day. But the next day we're back, we're back together again, and it's kind of similar with all corner as well. Um, but the Jackson State rivalry, man, it's it's just pure hate, and I'm glad it's on TV. Um, I think it's long overdue, and uh, hopefully mm-hmm. it's something that that can continue down the line, so that way everyone else can see how big this rivalry is. Man, look, let me tell y'all. Like I, like, like, let me tell y'all. Like for example, like I said. We had a 28-game winning streak. We're playing Southern for homecoming in 1989. Southern beat us 21-7. They celebrated like they won the Super Bowl. Our team was hot. We came down in the next year, and it was like bombs of a Baghdad with Jimmy Smith. And I'm telling y'all, the vitriol started then. Southern always came to Jackson with a lot of fans. But just cut everything down the middle, man. You got, a tiger, you got, you got one cat with stripes, another one with spots. You got two border states. You got the two biggest fan bases in all of HBCU football. You got the two best bands in all of HBCU football. I mean, they're mirror images of each other. So, yeah, they hate each other, and it just spills out onto the football field. So, yeah, like same thing with Alcorn. Alcorn is like your brother. It's, it's a friendly rivalry. Same thing with Southern and Gramlin. It's a friendly rivalry. There is straight vitriol here. Like I said, we cool. We're good. But once you put the ball down, it's, all, it's, it's, it's down here from there. And once the game is over with, you know, we can tolerate you for a little while. But it is what it is. It's going to be on Saturday. I don't care if we're playing spades, backgammon. Um, it don't matter don't what we're playing, man. man. We we, we, we got to beat. The, the objective is to beat Southern, man. That, that Ruben, you're right, man. The hate, is it is real. It's, it's definitely a, a – um, you got two juggernauts that sit in the middle of the – you know, the, I would say the story, I would say the, the best HBCU conference, I, no, no, no slight to the MEAC, but swag, swag, swag football is where it's at, which is why we got two of the, you know, two good HBCUs joining us in the fall. I won't, I won't, won't get off on that. But when it comes to Jackson State, Jackson State versus Southern, I, I've never sat in a game, not even all corn. And all corn is our in-state Rival, we had the Calvary City Classic for years, and now the Soul Bowl. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, it's to a point now with that game where you know we, you know, win, lose, or draw, it's not the same as as, as Southern. There's a there's a real serious <laughs> maniacal. I want to, I don't want to just beat you. I want to embarrass you. You understand what I'm saying? And and and, and I hope my score is wrong uh, on Saturday. I just think when you when you when you when you speak football. You gotta, you gotta be honest with what you're seeing on tape. I don't, I, I want to beat them as bad as we can because we've taken some L's over the past seven years. But I do feel like, you know, we come away on Saturday. And I'm telling you right now, man, just don't, just, just avoid me, man. After we win on Saturday, because it's gonna get nasty. I'm gonna just, I can't say what I'm gonna say on this, on this podcast, but it's gonna get ugly in them stands once we finish at the end of the game and we got more points than Southern. I've been waiting. Man, I'm going to live from the field. <laughs> I've been waiting to unleash, man. <laughs> it's been a long, long time. It's been a long time. I understand. Rube, I'm going to get up with you at the game because I'm going live from the field right after the game. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you you got to let me know where you're sitting at, man. Look, hey, well, we hope they call it ACC. I'm my internet up. Oh yeah, it's gonna be win, lose, a draw. I'm gonna show. I'm a good sport. I'm gonna show my face, but I'm going live right after the game. 
Oh no, we don't run. We take an L, man. One thing y'all know about Jackson State, man. We 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 hey, when you put, we get punched in the mouth, we be back. We be back. We don't run and hide, man. We don't run and hide. We we not no, no, we not like some of these other schools. Now that's why your Jackson State credit about. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like you can, if if you beat them, then then they not going away. It's almost like that dude that that's out there getting to the fight. And he get beat up, and you pick him up like, hey, hey, why you pulling me off of? I was just, you know, I'm Jackson State right there. <laughs> but no, man, like the rivalry, I was telling people this, man. I, I compare, compare it like this: there never needed to be anybody to separate us from Grambling. Every time we played Jackson State, that was the case. So that just lets you know just how intense it is from a football standpoint. And, uh, I, I will say I, I look forward to, um, to 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 the boom, the actual uh, the jukebox and the boom being able to battle it out too. Um, that's one thing. That's one element we know due to COVID that, that we, we're gonna miss. But you know what? I'm actually looking forward to the fans, fans versus fans. You know, like the band battle is it is what it is. It speaks for itself. But man, this is gonna be. I think it's just. I think it's gonna add to the intensity of the game, like BJ said earlier. Man, I think that. You're gonna you're gonna see both fan bases really into the game, loud, you know. Versus um, they'll be the boom will be playing, and we we love the boom. They're gonna do their thing, but I think it's gonna be a, some it's gonna be a lot of trash talking, and you'll be able to hear it. <laughs> Almost most definitely because uh, one one thing about it, I, I'll ask you that is because the uh, jukebox is gonna be there. I have the expectation that the uh, Jag Nation is going to be ten times more vocal. Number one, there'll be less in numbers because of the, the because of the percentages of in in the stadium. But because the jukebox is in there, they're going to be more vocal into the game. I totally expect to hear defense, Jag defense, like they probably haven't said it in years. Because that was the same way how it was when we went to Montgomery. Like the energy in that game, and it may have been like nine thousand people there. It was through the roof. And because the boom wasn't there, we were vocal as all get out. So I totally expect the Jag Nation to, uh, to be vocal for this game. It's going to be electric. It's going to be electric. And you know, speaking of the rivalry, and I don't want to jump ahead, but have you guys thought about the potential uh, significance of a SWAC championship game between Jackson State and Southern on one of the campuses, just how that could just add to the rivalry and, and how that could ultimately be looked back up at, you know, just from a historical standpoint, especially if you, if you hopefully, you know, weeks later we could there be increased capacity if, the numbers continue to go down with COVID and the vaccines are increased. So you're talking about, you know, potentially 50, 75% capacity stadium. And hopefully not at Southern because y'all cheat down there. So hopefully in Jackson. But let's <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about the potential of that game. Hey, you, we, we've seen the Southern-Jackson State SWAC championship game twice. And both of those games mm-hmm. were electric. Um, and I think right. if, you, if you sit in the SWAC offices, this, this, I mean – I know they can't root for anybody, but that's got to be one of the matchups that you root for, man. That game just means <laughs> right. So, you know, trust me, if it, I would love to see it uh, more often just because of what that game means. And for a title to be on the line, you just make it that much more sweet. Did any of you guys um, did any of you guys go to the first championship game? Yeah, I was there. I was there. That was a game. Yeah, the, the, exactly. Like, the electricity in that stadium that day. Though we came up on a short end, I mean, I believe the SWAT championship game this year will rival that. 
I really do. Yeah. I didn't Logan make it to 99. I was there um, at the 2013, which was, my goodness, man, it was a double overtime. We know how it ended. And, um, my, that was that was something. But, yeah, back to the point that, you know, I think – I think that – I like what BJ just said. I was thinking the same thing. I think me and Zoe was talking about that earlier today. Like, man, if you if you the swag, you want that game, especially if you're talking about the potential with Coach Prime coming to the, you know, to the conference and the light being shined, you know, all of our games being played on ESPN and doing numbers. I think this game Saturday on ESPN is going to do major numbers. Not only is the stands – I think not only are we going to uh, get to capacity on Saturday, I just think – this game here, man, it, it, it's going to be a great – I think it's going to be a great game for recruiting for both institutions, you know, because, you know, as, as much as we hate Southern, you know, it's, 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 it has a, a, a rich – just as rich tradition as, uh, as, as we have. Um, but a SWAC championship game, not just on any campus. I mean a SWAC championship game in Jackson at full capacity would be amazing. You know, Baton Rouge, absolutely as well. I'm just saying Jackson simply because we can hold a few more bodies than we can in uh, Baton Rouge. But, man, my goodness, I think that's something that we all want to see. Because I think about 2010, you know, we all know what happened with 2010. That, that I, don't, I can't remember a game in the SWAC in my life that was more intense and more, you know, you know with the lead changing four times in, in less than three minutes and, Man, you, you needed a, a ventilator leaving that, that stadium, man. So, you know, we got a lot of examples of how the Southern Jackson State rival has gone, but a SWAC championship on either campus would be just something that, you know, unlike we've never seen before. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I know, uh, you know, you guys are going to be traveling, so safe travels uh, when, when you guys get in. I'll be there on Friday, so if you want to get together, break some bread, let's talk a little more smack in person. I definitely let's hook up guys, but I'm uh, looking forward to another classic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good fun weekend, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh being that, that evening and um Iron Horse Grill at seven thirty. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's a bit. I can't wait. I can't wait. Nothing like seeing a crying tiger, man. Go Jay. <laughs> <laughs> And that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Taskbox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag The I Love.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.